the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Sunday. <laughs> Happy October. Right? I'm I'm a little uh when I laugh, I'm gonna have like that old smoker's cough laugh, wheezy because <laughs> of my allergies. Lovely. Allergy season. Allergy season, it's fucking cold out. Like stupid. I woke up I think Friday, Thursday or Friday morning, and could just smell the heat was turned on in my building. Yes. And I hate that smell, <laughs> and it's a depressing smell. And I was hot because oh. for some reason, my apartment gets super hot when they turn it on. So I was just like already in a bad mood as soon as I opened my eyes. I actually, I might not even have opened my eyes yet. I could just woke up and smell it. <laughs> Your eyes were still closed. You're like, yes. motherfucker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Well, I, I had to turn my heat on Thursday, too. I came home from work and I was like, oh, it's 61 in here. And then I'm like, well, let me just turn the furnace on to get the chill out of the air. And then I'm like, I'm just going to make everything in the oven. I made like chocolate chip banana muffins and then I made uh, pork chops. I like just kept the oven going. Mm -hmm. But I did. I ended up turning on the furnace and I haven't turned it off yet. But then that meant I had to go down in the basement and change out the furnace filter. And then it does. It smells like something's on fire when you first turn it on because it's burning the dust and the carbon and everything that's on those burners and so then I'm paranoid and I'm like sniffing and the kids got home I'm like do you smell something burning and they're like no mom (laughs) it's okay and even when I left for work on Friday I'm like maybe I should just turn this off like I don't want a fire starting while I'm gone and then I cracked my window because I'm like uh, my carbon monoxide detectors might not work. Like I always get paranoid when I turn that fucking thing on every year. I just get mad and sad. Uh, so then I like went to the bathroom and I'm like, let me look at the fucking temperature there to get the shit on. And it was like 41 degrees. I'm like, fine, I guess it's okay. <laughs> like, Ooh, it was 41. Yeah. It was like, yeah, maybe six something a.m. I think it was Friday morning. Yeah. I don't remember. It's supposed to get even colder and I have all of my plants outside and I'm like, fuck, that's one of my projects today. I'm like, I got to bring them in because I have ferns and hibiscus plants. I think this week is supposed to be really nice. I know. I was talking to my one friend in Winnipeg and their weather is about the same as ours. And she's like, oh, just throw like an old towel or an old blanket on them at night. She's like, if it's going to warm up, which it is. I think it looks like tonight is going to be the coldest. Tonight yeah. is going to be 32. Um, well, just seeing the forecast for the week made me a little bit better. I really get seasonal depression. I need to go. I have a like a lamp at work that like gives you that light, mm-hmm. the vitamin D or whatever. Oh, I need yeah. to go get it from my desk because I'm going to need it, I think. <laughs> when you when you get that, can you take a picture of it or tell me what it is? Because I was looking them up on Amazon. And yeah, I'm like, I got I'm mine defin- on Amazon. I can't think of the one I got. but I'll I mean, I know. hate to admit it because I work with skin cancer people, but I usually go to the tanning spa <laughs> a couple times a month in the winter just because I do get that seasonal depression also. And I I don't know, I'm like just weird physically. Like I'll get a rash if I don't go. 
So I need to have like some sort of UV exposure. It might just be psoriasis. Like UV exposure helps psoriasis. I don't know. Um, but I, they, they had something on like refinery 29, like, oh, your best lamps for seasonal. And I'm like, I think Steph has one. I'm going to have to ask her which wh- one it is. If not, I'm like full force going to buy a tanning bed. <laughs> I used to have one way back in the day, but it was the one where it was just like the, the one side was bulbs and then you had to like flip over. I had like a lawn chair. It was oh, so silly. Okay. That's funny. Yeah. So <clears throat> Yeah, I shouldn't have one of those in the house because there's a family history on my ex's side of melanoma. So, um, but I, I mean, and part of me is like, maybe a tanning spot is safe because people probably aren't going there. The UV light's supposed to kill the germs. Like, maybe it's safe, but I just, I don't want to take a chance. Yeah. Not I just, when, like, I can't do it anymore. Like, I used to go once a week and then at some point I was like, I like physically can't bring myself to do it. I just feel like for my skin, I don't know. It does age you faster, but that's why I only do like the level one for like 15 minutes, like twice a month in the winter. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I always want to be tan. So I right, get it. Right. I just couldn't do it. I don't know. Yeah, I will say as I've gotten older, I notice like I have more freckles on my arms and my chest and I know that that's sun damage. So it's like, eh. But yeah, if if I can just get like a little lamp that doesn't do any damage, but helps me not be crabby, then I will buy it. So holler and let me know. Take a picture. Especially because I'm in the garden unit. So it's already dark in here. Like it's going to be really bad once I can't go outside. Well, I'm telling you, come out this way on the weekends or even during the week. Nobody's fucking home. You have the house to yourself to work all you want. When we we've got our our bandwidth is strong now. I got the <laughs> the good package. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Maybe I'll take you up on it. My friend, I don't know if I said my friend in Vegas is trying to get me to come out there. Oh, I for would a go. Week I would so. go with you. I have a friend in Vegas too. My former coworker Kathy. She's out there. She lives in uh, Summerlin, I think. Oh yeah, I don't know. I think that's not far from where B is. No, when I lived out there, I lived like closer to the strip. I was like at Tropicana and Decatur. And then I worked at, uh, fuck, I was at Trop and something else where I was really close to my office. But then I moved in out to Henderson, my office, you know, we opened a new one out there. But I, so I never really went up to like Summerlin or that area. But I knew a lot I think of people that's that where lived she in is. I should. Yeah, it know, was a booming but... area back in the '90s when I lived there. Now, when I go back, I don't recognize it. Like it's just built up so much. And yeah, uh, yeah, especially it's, those it's, areas. It's like it's like a you know those are like more suburbs. So mm-hmm, they right. just keep building and building like shopping malls and shit out there. Yeah, I want to say the last time I went out there, we I was with the that was for the Phil's birthday with Ed and my friend Kathy, and we headed all the way down Las Vegas Boulevard. Like, I think it was considered Henderson, and I, you know, I used to drive that way to work every day, and I'm like, holy fuck, I would never recognize like Las Vegas Boulevard right now. Like, you know, you're heading out of the city, past the airport, and all that, and I was like, oh my god, I would never recognize it. There's just so much stuff. Yeah, but I, I mean, I used to like Vegas. I don't know. I mean, um, I would go just for her. I don't know that I need to go to Vegas otherwise. 
I think it's fun for like parties or like group, like a girls weekend or whatever. It's fun. When I lived there, I never really even went down on the strip unless I had a friend call and say like, hey, I'm over at, you know, whatever, the Bellagio. And I'd be like, all right, I'll meet you there for dinner. That's like, what I she would... always says. Yeah. Like they, I think the last time I was there, we went to the strip to get like, I don't know, one of the restaurants. And she's yeah. like, I haven't been on the strip in like a year. It's only when people come in. Yeah. It's like, even if you have to go. So I used to shop at the forum shops at Caesars. That was like mm-hmm. the closest mall to me. And uh, even then I would like take the back entrance. I wouldn't never even go close to the strip. I'd just be like, mm, got to run into Victoria's Secret or Express or whatever. And then I'm out of here. Yeah. I just really want some nice weather, so maybe I'll go. And But I'm telling you, when I think when I moved there, it was like the first week of October, and it was 70 degrees here, and my first day of work there, it was snowing. (laughs) Really? Wait, why why am I in Vegas again? It's (laughs) it's snowing. Like, it's snowing on the Strip. Like, what's going on? Um, So it it can get pretty cold there. Uh, Yeah, I I was trying to to remember. The last time I went, I think it was like late October. But, like, we went to a pool and stuff. I guess it just depends on the year. It depends. Right. I mean, I remember a couple times it was really the weather was nice here. It was January because we used to go for my mom's birthday all the time when I moved back here. And um, I remember having to go with my sister to the mall, like the Caesars Forum Shops, to buy, like, a, a vest, like a winter vest and gloves and a hat because it was so cold there <laughs> compared to Chicago. I'm like, I'm fucking buying winter gear like in January in Vegas when it's not even that kind of weather in Chicago. Like makes no sense. Yeah. Well, today is a high of 98. So maybe oh, I should go God. like tomorrow. That would be so <laughs> nice. Just lay there and fry like a potato. It's so weird because it's like, I feel like we didn't get a summer, but it also felt like a long like it feels like it's been a long year, but then it—I yeah. don't know. Then it doesn't. I don't. I know. feel it's like so March lasted for a whole year, and then maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, because we're already in October. Like, what the fuck? September lasted like two minutes, and I'm okay with that. Although, like you said, we're in a hurry to get to the end of the year. What if next year sucks even I harder? I I have hopes for October so far. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, October, we've got stuff going on. Like today, stuff. you're heading to a party, family party, Yeah. Uh, this afternoon, and uh, it's vodka and taco day today. Oh, okay. So, Maybe I'll bring uh, a bottle of vodka to this hell party. Hell yeah. Like, get it, even stop and get one of them, like, little baby ones. I don't know why I love those little to-go bottles. We little. would bring them on the plane all the time when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, like, why not? Put Just get it, purse, like, orange like, juice or something and then make your yeah. own drinks. Yeah. Yeah, so today's National Taco Day, National Vodka Day. So. Fun. Yes, maybe I'll even have a little. Although I have a taste for like a little bit of Jameson. So I don't know. I might have a little little Jamo in my tea today. Like um, and then we've got a couple like celebrations going on. It uh, was the 28th uh, wedding anniversary of Barack and Michelle Obama. So, They're such yeah. a pretty couple. She posted such a cute picture of them. She, like I said, she just keeps getting prettier and prettier. I mean, yeah. he he's always going to be a, a handsome man, but he's the one that's aging. She's not really aging. So. I think he's getting better looking, though. Like when I you see that- pictures of him when he first like started, even when he was running here, like he looks nicer now, I think. 
there are some men that just definitely look way better as they age. Like, look at Sean Connery and, you know, that like yeah. you're, you would have probably never looked at them until they get a little older. And then you're like, well, hello there. Mm-hmm. Hello there, Grandpa. What's up? <laughs> and it helps that I'm getting older, so it's more like, oh, <laughs> no, we're okay. not. We're still 22. Stuff. Okay, we're young. Right. I'll stick um, with And that. then happy birthday to Betty the Dishing Bitch. Sarah. Happy birthday! I know it was her birthday, and I was like, fuck. You know, I wish her a happy birthday. But look at me. I still have your birthday gift from May. I'm like, I'm just gonna have to sit my ass down and ship all this shit out. So <laughs> I need to. I need to. If you're gonna be home. All week i'm just bringing it with me and dropping it off this week. yeah i'll be like, home okay good no um, one else has invited me over <laughs> well you're more than happy to come out this i mean I, if you want to come out i'm more than happy to have you come on yeah. over i have um i actually have a cat thing starting thursday but yeah i'll be here so Meow. thank you but okay yeah. well i'll talk to you and like i'll just come out after work one day um, because I'm, I'm like, it's sitting here gathering dust now. So now everything's dusty. So <laughs> you're going to want it. Cause then Christmas is only what? Like four, eight, oh, let's uh, not, like 10 let's weeks not away. Talk about that. Um, no, that makes my stomach hurt. Doesn't it? Like I was looking Ugh. at the calendar cause you know, my, my birthday is Christmas week and I'm like, I'm taking this whole motherfucking week off. Like normally I would have already had six or seven weeks off this year and I've had n- nine days. Like this is stupid. So I already told yeah. my coworkers Christmas week is usually the worst week ever. Um, I mean, there've been times where my boss just looks at me. He's like, I'm really sorry. I'm going to give you a bonus because it's horrible that week because everybody wants to get their shit taken care of before they go to Florida or whatever. So I already told my coworkers, I'm like, I'm taking that week off. Like I give a fuck if I even get paid. I'm not working that week. So yeah, take it now. Well, right. I mean, and everybody's like, well, we're just working, working, working because we don't know if we're going to get shut down again. I'm like, we're not going to get shut down again because we're out of control anyway. Like the the country's out of control. They're not going to shut shit down again. Yeah. Like for what? They're not going to shut essential services like medical services down. That's for sure. Yeah, they don't. Unless care. my boss gets the corona, then we'll be shut down. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you. So what's popping this week? Let me go to what's popping. I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's popping. Well, what you got, Steph? Somebody sucker punched Rick Moranis, and it made me so mad. I was like, "Aw, honey, someone punched the kids." Yeah, like (laughs) why though? Well, I think I saw a clip of it. It was like this big, scary-looking black dude, right? Like he had. It was out of nowhere, though. Like it was just for no reason. Like it, he was just walking, and he just punched him like in the head for no reason, and like. Mick Ar- Rick Moranis is I almost said Mick Moranis. <laughs> Rick <okay>. Moranis. <laughs> I know he's Canadian, but he's like a national treasure. How dare you? Do you think the guy knew who he was or he was just like fucking no. I'm punching this guy? And the guy was wearing like a I Heart New York sweatshirt. So I bet he wasn't even like from New York. It was just some weird crazy guy. Probably had got yeah, off a he bus. probably had some mental issue, like extreme anger or didn't take his pill or yeah, something but I, it was a sad video to see oh yeah i'm glad i didn't watch it because i like rick moranis too he's a, yeah. you know he was he, bob and doug mckenzie now take off eh oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
I always just oh, think yeah. of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Ghostbusters. Right? Ghostbusters. Oh, and Little Shop of Horrors. How can I forget that? Oh, yeah. Seymour. Um, you also have some panty, panty news. Oh yeah. So they, like, it was this whole thing about this trend. Well, first of all, they keep saying the low cut jeans trend is coming back, which like, fuck you guys. Not for me. That's not coming back. But I also feel like, cause I'm getting older, like I don't really care as much about trends. Mm-hmm. So that's good because now they're saying the exposed thong trend is coming back. Give me a break. <laughs> Anytime I see that, I want to snap it like a rubber band. Like, you put your fucking panties back in your pants. I mean, it was ass. huge in my early 20s. That was the thing. But, like, also you have to wear a low cut, lower cut jean. Or, like, if you're going to wear a higher cut jean, those things are going to be up to, like, your rib cage, which makes no sense. You have these thong <laughs> thongs sticking out all the way up there. Um. But yeah, what the fuck? Who wants that back? I don't. I know. I don't think anybody does. Like, and who's going anywhere to show your thong hanging out of your pants? You're not going. I guess the um, fashion industry has died as of like March. The fashion industry has died. No one's buying anything that is fancy, that's dressy. Uh, I was listening to a podcast about this. Like the 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 um name brands like they make sure that their logo is like around the neck area now so that if you're like on a zoom meeting or something that that's showing no one is buying skirts or slacks it's all just casual wear for the for your bottoms the other day i was on a call and i didn't have pants on oh it was friday because it was fucking hot in here so i was just wearing my underwear like i don't care but I was like, I actually didn't even have the camera on, but I had a shirt on. But I was just like, you know, like doodling, but I was doing it on my thigh. So I like drew this whole flower on my thigh. And I was like, maybe, yeah, I'm just sitting there like, maybe I need a thigh tattoo. Like, this is what I'm doing when I'm working now. <laughs> oh, you're so lucky. I get my boss creeping at my door when it's closed, wondering what I'm doing in there. <laughs> Honestly, though, I don't know. I don't know if it's lucky. <laughs> I, I don't know. I Yeah, it's been years since I've had like a corporate job. So I, I mean, I, maybe one or two days a week, I would like to continue working from home. But the everyday thing gets to be a lot. And like I have said, like you're on your computer. You don't. Sh- it's not like, oh, it's 530. Let me close this laptop. Right. And, you know, right. I mean, you're just on your computer all day, every day. And it's it's yeah, it's like a never ending nightmare. Unless sometimes. you set your alarm or you are like, I have to put the roast in the oven at five o'clock. Like you just there's no quitting time. That's the problem. Yeah. At least I've heard from, you know, my friends that are working from home, like they could keep working 24 or seven yep. unless they stop themselves. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah. So I guess I don't envy you in that case because like I can't take my work home so i don't but i do want a thigh tattoo now so well let's that. go i want to get a little dragonfly tattoo you know what ed has um his one friend we've met him the doctor guy i don't know right? if dr fred him. fred dr. i've heard Fred's- him mentioned i don't know that i've met him Oh, I think you met him at Ed's birthday party years ago. Oh, okay. Um, and it's funny because he's like this older dude and he's like, let me show you my tattoos in the middle of the party. I'm like looking at his wife going, he's like doing something with his pants. Like, I don't know what this guy's doing, but his Where daughter is, is a, it like a tramp? He has stamp? so many because his daughter's a tattoo artist. 
And I think she's in California, but she comes out here every now and then. So, I mean, for all I know, over these years, she might have moved back. So I'll have to ask Ed or I I think I'm friends friends with Dr. Fred, so I could ask him. But yeah, yeah, he he had some really nice tattoos. I can't remember what they were of, but they were good. So okay, that's good to know. Yeah, a little tattoo connect. time. Yeah, <laughs> although it's pandemic, I'm like, I don't want to get my teeth cleaned, but I'm gonna go get a tattoo. <laughs> they keep emailing me to get my I'm due for my cleaning, but yeah, I don't. That seems like I haven't even got my mustache waxed because of this. You know, I don't know that I really want someone in my mouth. Yeah, and then like I also like don't have money right now. <laughs> I don't need that yet either. I'm going to send you this link. I think I'm going to buy it. It's like your own handheld little ultrasonic tool that you can remove like your your tartar buildup off your teeth and stuff. Like do your own cleaning at home. And um, I want to say it's like $29.99 or something. Well, I have like a water pick and I brush No, but this is actually like a you know the tools that they use to like scrape your teeth and stuff yeah, i don't think i want i wouldn't want to do that well they say if you press too hard it stops so it's not like you can hurt yourself with it i'm sure you probably could but not you know unless you're acting like a fool you're not going to hurt yourself so. i know but i just like the thought of doing it kind of like creeps me out away oh like, really yeah no, I definitely like I've been like, OK, I'm just going to super floss and, do, you know, do what I can. But there's yeah. something with teeth that like creep me out. Like, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'll sit here in my mirror and like dig in my face, like dig into my skin and I don't care. But like there was this video. It was like Jason Derulo put like a cob of corn on like a drill and like put it to his teeth and like i don't know if his teeth knocked out i thought about like i had like i didn't even watch the whole video i just saw like maybe a clip and like didn't even see what happened but for like weeks i had that in my head like that image of like the drill with the the corn going and his teeth and like it it stuck with me like i yeah. just it freaks me out in a way. I don't know how to explain it. No, I mean, everybody has those little, like, fear triggers, like me and Caterpillars. You know what I mean? Well, so, yeah, that one is. Yeah. I know it's stupid, but if I see them on Facebook, like, I become paralyzed for a second. And I'm like, I can't look. I can't look. And it's, you know, it's just a little Caterpillar, but it freaks me out. Um, Speaking of, like, freaking people out, what's with this Jeffrey Dahmer story? Well, you know, I like my serial killer stuff. As I'm sitting here saying I can't clean my teeth, um, Ryan Murphy's doing, I guess it just sold to Netflix, and it's a limited series called Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. So look to that. I haven't watched Nurse Ratchet yet, but everyone keeps talking about how good it is. Um, It's very American Horror Story-ish. I have a hard time with Ryan Murphy lately. I just, you know what, Steph, I probably, I really was invested in watching Nurse Ratchet. And I, or it's just, I think, just called Ratchet. And I probably watched like at least five or six episodes, maybe even more. And it just wasn't something that once I turned it off, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. It was just kind of like, eh, you know. It wasn't I just think horrible. He, he has momentum and things start out so well. And then it's just like it, it just turns into something really fucking stupid. And I just like knowing that because it happens with every show I've watched of his. It, yeah. I don't even want to put in the time. But like something like this, like he did that um, that American crime 
I watched the OJ one, like something like that, where there's an actual story to follow. Correct. I think what I would be more into because he can't really veer off in some crazy fucking like talking right. decapitated headway or whatever the fuck he did on Coven. Ugh, so he annoying. He did some crazy shit on 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 all of those American yeah. Horror Stories. So yeah. I, this is really similar to American Horror Story. So you, you gradually kind of learn the backstory of Ratchet, but I, you know, again, I I tried, I tried, and maybe I'll go back and finish it up, but I just. It wasn't as good as it got hyped up to be. And maybe it's that's on what Netflix, sucks about right? it. It's mm-hmm. on Netflix, yeah. But I think like people hype shit up and then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is going to be so good. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this ain't nothing, you yeah. know? So. Well, you, um, stay, you let me know because I'm not going to be watching it. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to finish the end of it. I might, but there's like so many other good things that are coming out now that I'm like, hmm. I'll skip this and save it for when I've got nothing better to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, Rooney Mara, which I guess why I didn't even realize she was with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Did you did you know that they were? A I couple? think I knew like with all of his award season hype, they were like together there. That's how I feel I knew. like she's so young and he's not. No, I mean that's the way. I don't think it's like that crazy of a <laughs> that is an the age way. Difference. Are you sure you're not watching Mandalorian stuff? This is the way. <laughs> I mean, that's all of them. But I don't well, think maybe... their age difference is that crazy, like compared to other people. I think when I think of her, I think of her being just so young. What was she was in that one movie? It was an Oscar nominated. It might have even won, right? She was from Ireland and came here, and uh, it was cinematically it was gorgeous. But the storyline um, was just thirty five, and she's forty five. So oh, okay. Oh wait, are you thinking of Sersha? Are you thinking of the other actress? Are you thinking of Brooklyn? No, Saoirse Ronan or whatever. No, wasn't oh. Rooney Mara in that one movie? Come on now. Gonna make I don't know what you're up. talking about. It you said I it came from Ireland, so I was thinking of that movie. No, it was, uh, uh, it was, I mean, it was a beautiful movie. There's the girl with the dragon tattoo. She was very, like, very popular. Um, I don't know. Oh, she was in Carol. Huh. Maybe that wasn't the movie I was thinking of then. I mean, they're only 10 years apart, it says, so not too bad. Yeah, I guess I I was wrong. Maybe it is Saoirse Ryan. I thought could have sworn she was in that one movie that was nominated. But it was around the same. I think it was the same year that that Carol came out. So Carol was really good. Did you see Carol? I did not. Oh, and I know so we have it on our uh, our Plex account, so I'll have to watch it. It's a good movie. Well, I okay. mean, Kate Blanchett is, like, flawless. So. I stand corrected on that. But they've named their first child, which is a little baby boy, River, which yeah, that was just, so like. Cute. Yeah. Remember we were talking about, like, family names. I love mm-hmm. that, that they did that. River Me Phoenix, too. you know, even though he passed away so young, he just really made an impact on that that generation you know yeah like they were girls talking about how they actually had to take the day off of school when he passed because they were just so devastated and i I mean 
even now, I remember like he he had some sort of PSA where it was like, turn the water off when you brush your teeth. You know, we need to conserve water to save the planet. And so every time I brush my teeth, I turn the water off and I think of River Phoenix, which is silly. But I mean, hey, you know, he made He's an like impact. my generation's Biggie and Tupac. Is that what you're telling me? Kind of. Like, there were girls who had to take off school when all that happened. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's still people that tear up when they think about Biggie and Tupac. Um, uh, yeah, I favorite... only really knew him from Stand By Me. but yeah. Stand By Me, and he was in... I just watched The Explorers. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I think mm-hmm. he was in that one, um, which is a really cute... Like, the kids make a little um, spaceship and... If you've never seen it, you should watch it. It's a cute movie. I was because I was going through movies. Like my sister was like, "What movies can, you know, her daughter watch? Who's what seven or eight? She's like, "What movies can she watch that we liked when we were little?" I'm like, "Well, E.T. You know, The Explorers. Oh, e. I don't, so good. Yeah, but I mean, The Explorers was a cute movie. He was in that. There, you remember Journey a- of Natty Gan? I love that. I remember I the little. name of it, but I don't remember seeing it. She should watch that. Tell her." Huh, I'll tell her. Yeah, send me a list. Because, I mean, she's an only child. So during the pandemic, she's just, other than that crazy kid down the street, remember that girl? Oh, yeah. I hope she doesn't talk to that bitch anymore. No, uh uh-uh, no. And then my friend who works with the dad, he's like, yeah, I saw the dad. And I I just kind of looked at him, but I didn't say anything. (laughs) Because I told him the story. I'm like, stay away from that guy. Their family's weird. (laughs) So, I mean, small world, right? Yeah. 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 So I don't know if you've ever visited the Pee Wee Herman store. <laughs> um, no, I didn't know there was one. I yes, will right now. I'm about to be distracted. I love Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> oh, no, I know where I'm going to buy your Christmas gift. So um, Pee Wee Herman is selling like buttons, campaign buttons, and it says in your gut. So, you know, he's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love him even more now. In your guts, you know he's nuts. And then it's just a picture of Pee Wee Herman's face. And underneath it, it just says Pee Wee. He's literally the best. (laughs) He is so funny. I mean, you know, so what? He got busted. He's almost 70 years old. Really? Holy shit. He'll always be youthful, though. You know? Yeah, but that's just like, I was not expecting that. Huh. We're, okay, <laughs> we're all aging. It sucks. Believe me. I told you last week when I went through my list of ailments, I'm like, how am I still alive? Like, this is so <laughs> weird. Even at work, like all of a sudden my knee will give out or something. And I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it to 50. <laughs> like, This just is not right. <sighs> Sometimes it feels like that. It does. I, it truly does. I really want Pee Wee store now. I'm going to have to. Yeah, you got to go in the Pee Wee store. He's got a ton of good stuff on there. Um, I was never a fan of the the first movie. Like I watched it, and there were some funny parts. But Sasha Baron Cohen. Just, oh my god, I love him. He I does. love Borat. I love Bruno. Have you seen Bruno? At least probably the kids love all that stuff. <laughs> god, oh, it's so funny. So Borat, <laughs> very nice, very nice. So Borat's coming out. Um, they're going to release the sequel. Uh, this month on Amazon. So they really wanted it to come out before the presidential election so that they could reach the younger voters. And didn't um, he like prank Mike Pence or something? 
Yes, he's been pranking all along. I can't, yes, I want to say it was Mike Pence. I have to look that up. I think he, he dressed up like Trump, like in crazy good makeup, and like Mike Pence believed it. I don't know. I'm just talking out of my ass right now, but it was something. No, like but that. he's been pranking, like doing interviews, like pretending like he's a serious journalist, and then he's just fucking with people. I've seen that. I love him. I we saw Bruno in the theater, me and Damian. Like we loved him, and then <laughs> we were in the elevator leaving, and there was this couple with like this five year old, and I was like, "How the fuck they had that a five year old in the theater to see that movie?" Like I, that still sticks out to me. I was just like, I, "Well, that's like my parents." Uh, hello, we were on vacation in Florida. I was probably like four or five, and we went to see fucking Jaws, and then we went to the beach the next day. I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, I, I mean, that's yeah. probably way worse for a kid than, like, my thing was, like, there's, like, his wiener, like, spinning around on the screen. His oh, actual no. dick. <laughs> they have, like, well, they probably did old. the old hand over the eyes trick, like my parents used to do. They would put my, their hand over my eyes, like, don't look at that. And I'm like, I don't okay. know. I, don't, I mean, obviously, our country were, doesn't care about violence, but, like, nudity is such a big deal. So maybe that's my <laughs> my thing, where I'm like, Jaws isn't as bad as his big dick on the screen. But maybe yeah. it was. I don't, I don't know. know that I took my kids to see a ton of movies like like adult movies like we would go to see like regular movies like Star Wars and Fast and Furious like shit that's not going to have like real questionable content. But even now, like we'll be watching something and yeah, my kids are old enough to you know have a family and have sex and do their thing but there'll be like some really heavy scenes in some of these movies that are like sexual and I just kind of like give them the side eye like are you watching this I know it's weird I still don't I mean I'm 40 years old and I don't like watching stuff and my parents are in the room and it's like I don't know it feels weird yeah it's, it's like embarrassing it's, but I'm telling you that episode five of that uh um Lovecraft country Joe and oh, I were I both like, it yet. oh, Joe and I were both like, what the fuck did we just watch? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. If I knew that was coming, I would have just changed it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, um, so stuff October Borat on uh, Amazon. But do you have Amazon? No, Amazon I hate Prime? Jeff Bezos. Fuck him. Okay. If I can get the code, I'll send it to you so you can watch it. Or you'll I'm just have for, to come over here. I have Amazon. You can I'm come all over for here. scamming him. So yeah, everyone send me your code. <laughs> <laughs> come on over here. We can go to Popeye's Chicken. Too bad. They're... <laughs> so Popeye's is adding chocolate filled beignets <gasps> to their menu. But as of this right now. This is such but... a letdown. How dare you? <sighs> I know they're only available in Boston and Baltimore, but I saw um, Tina today was like she posted a picture. Maybe it was yesterday of like a fantastic seafood feast in Baltimore. Like maybe we should just drive there. It's not that far. <laughs> uh, it's kind of far. I mean, it's not far from her. She's in D.C. The last That's time not I went, far we from flew here. into Baltimore. If I, I, drive, drive, like, I drive like 12, 13 hours to go fishing. Like, isn't it only like a, it's only like 12 hours to go to New York City from here. I've never driven there. I know they drove to Charleston and that was like 17 hours. And I just always think like that's East Coast. So there you go. But maybe it's less. Yeah, because even to get to Florida from from here. If we're driving like though to hours. Baltimore for beignets, we're going to drive to New Orleans for beignets. And oh, I know Popeye's is a Louisiana there. company. So I bet the beignets are pretty damn good. But 
Mm. Yeah. If I'm well, the last anywhere, time I had a beignet, I was in Savannah and I was just like, I want all of them. I don't want to share with you ladies. Like, give me the whole yeah. fucking plate. They Cafe were so Cafe Du Monde in New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, you can get the Cafe Du Monde here, though, but it's like you got to make it yourself. Yeah, but you like store. go sit in the cafe and like really good cup of coffee with beignets. Oh, yeah, but then when you got a shit, do they have it's a like lot one of, of the happiest there? I've ever been? <laughs> when you shit, what? <laughs> they <laughs> drink all that good coffee and then it activates you, and then you're like, I gotta go. <laughs> it's a, it's fine. It's totally fine. You're so I the, the amount of stuff I ate and drank that weekend, I can't even. It yeah, the fact that I didn't shit myself at some point is crazy. Hey, you deserve a you deserve a button for that one. Like I did not uh, shit myself this week. I mean, my friend David, who never he like will drink. He's he's a drinker. Let's just say that mm-hmm. he threw up. It he projectile vomited in the middle of the street. Like that's how much we were drinking. But I think people expect that in New Orleans now. Well, like, it smells like everyone th- does it. So yeah, yeah, they either piss or shit or puke and just keep going, keep partying. Like, but my bir- it was my birthday, so that day I think my birthday was Sunday that year, like Memorial Day weekend. We nice. were like hanging in the pool. We got out of the pool, and I'm like, "Well, it's my birthday, so I'm ordering like room service lunch." And Davion and I ordered like grilled cheese and. Uh, lobster mac and cheese oh yum <laughs> and then we went to this huge seafood dinner later yeah i think then the oh. next day we got beignets oh let's drive to new orleans that's the plan. I'm, I'm down i got that big old yukon xl just waiting <sighs> got the tvs on it, it and <laughs> just got what did i just do to it i just got something fixed on it like let's go i'm ready we didn't do a road trip this year we didn't go <sighs> fucking anywhere very so. in I'm totally in. Um, Steph, are you a South Park fan? Uh, I used to be. I can't believe it's still on. It's still on, and they had a pandemic special the other day. And I it's think funny my cousin texted us about that, and I just responded, like, who still watches South Park? Like, a bitch? I but- mean, th- it was really controversial. Like, they had cops, like, hurting one of the Black characters. Like, they had... It was... It was I mean, it was all about the pandemic and all about 2020 and the chaos and the craziness. And and I think one of my kids was like watching it while we were eating dinner. I'm like, what are you watching? He's like, South Park. And I'm like, God, that sounds so like violent or whatever. And he's like, don't you remember when we were little, you wouldn't let us watch Family Guy, but we were allowed to watch South Park. Oh, and I'm God. like, I kind of, <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I don't remember that at all. I said, I think I kind of figured like South Park just had these little cartoon guys on there. So how bad could it be? He's like, Mom, it was bad. Oh, and you it's let way us watch it. worse than <laughs> I'm like, guy. Yeah. Well, and I'm like, you guys turned out OK. He's like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so. going to check it out then because there's nothing I love more than. Well, you said you have HBO, right? I want to say it's it's on HBO right now. I added it to Hulu. Yeah. So try. Right. I don't. I don't think it's going to be like on all the time. So I think it's it. Uh, well, I mean, it was on Comedy Central, but I think now HBO has it. So okay. I don't know. You might have to Google around to find it. Um, I we definitely had a fun week with the uh, presidential debate, and um, that feels like it was like a month ago. It does, doesn't it? Because like the news has shifted so badly. But I have a couple clips that I wanted to play. 
Vote now. Are you pack the Make court? sure you, in fact, let people know you're a senator. I'm not going to answer the question Why because, would you that because question? the you question is the question is the radical question, left. Will you who shut is up, your, man. Listen, who is on your list, Joe? This Who's is on your so list? right, gentlemen. I love it when he's like, "Will you shut up, man?" I did see that clip. I didn't watch because I just my brain can't handle it. My my nervous system and my brain and everything I don't think can handle that. I but think- I saw that, like I heard him saying "shut up" and saying the worst president we've ever had. Is that what he said? Yeah, he's like yeah. you're the worst president, and apparently he called him a clown a couple times. Like, th- th- but. <laughs> I mean, and it's funny because people were saying they think Biden had like a, you know, like an AirPod in his ear, like an earpiece. And um, so Saturday Night Live had Jim Carrey as Biden. And then they have Harry Styles on there doing like a meditation. Like, so you could see like Biden closing his eyes and Harry Styles like you're relaxed and your toes are in the water or whatever. (laughs) Because uh, uh, Biden was a stutterer, right? So he really has to stay focused. And you know damn well that Trump was coached by people just, you know, like you got to just create chaos because then he'll stumble or forget what he's saying. He'll stutter, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Kudos to Biden. Like, yeah, I don't think either one of them were presidential or diplomatic, but at least Biden didn't let himself lose control, you know, and that's what Trump wanted. Um. But it was embarrassing as an American. It was embarrassing because I listened to my world news and they were all like, they've never had a debate like this in in American history, that it was horrible. And, you know, so it's embarrassing to like, we're the laughing stock right now of the world. And Mm -hmm. that just doesn't make me feel good at all. I mean, I think we've been for the last like five years. Well, yeah. So, um, but if you want to laugh along with it, you can go to uh, Weird Al. So he now has he has done his own presidential debate um, spoof. So I'll play a little bit Welcome of that. Welcome to the first presidential debate. Our first question in the key of G sharp minor is: I'm so sorry. 2020's a raging hellscape. Any ideas on how to stop a worldwide plague? We should be providing people the help they need. He knew back in February it was a deadly disease. What did he do? He's on tape acknowledging he knew. Really? He waited and waited and waited, and he didn't even tell you. President Trump did a phenomenal job. People said that. Well, we got the gowns, we made the ventilators, we got the masks. I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. The biggest mask I've ever seen. The biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> so, Steph, if you didn't catch the debate, just go to We're All Doomed by Weird Al and you can catch the I'll highlights. I'll get the there. recap there. And it's yeah. set to music and it's fun. And yeah, it's just Trump like, I brought back football. Like, it's just. It's ludicrous. And at least you don't have to listen to them yelling over each other. I'll tell you, I put it on and they were yelling so much that it put me to sleep. Like I I'm, you know, me it and was like a lullaby. The, kind of, you know, I've lived a traumatic life. And so I guess arguing is like my lullaby. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, you know, started snoring and that was the end of it. So um 
But one thing that I was really upset about was the fact that like, okay, if you turn on any of the governors, any of like uh, Lori Lightfoot's uh, daily briefings, they always have somebody there, ASL, like doing the sign language for people, right? The interpreters. Mm -hmm. They did not guy that wore the, the ball huggers. Yes. In the beginning of quarantine. <laughs> Those like chinos that kind of showed his his uh gray sweatpants. Kinda. Pants. You saw everything in that shit. The balls of the you dick, know, the tits, I could sing the ring it. around the head of your dick. <laughs> right. Um but the they hole. did not <laughs> your pee hole. Uh they did not have an ASL interpreter for the presidential debate. And I, yeah, I mean I think that's something that we should have always but i also think thank god the poor interpreter could you imagine trying to do that <laughs> they would have just sat there like mm, sorry but but 15 percent of american adults have some sort of uh trouble hearing so 15 percent of the u.s voters couldn't understand tuesday's debate because they left out an interpreter which i kind of think like that's kind of horrible you know what didn't have closed caption didn't have closed I mean there was no Nothing. way to have closed caption for that. Well that's what I'm saying. Who could have kept up either way? Right. An right. interpreter or yeah. Huh. But I mean they uh, even just having one there and just being like I can't do this would have been better than nothing. They yeah. they just didn't even think about it. Although seeing what came to light, you know, over the past few days, like thank God there wasn't an interpreter there another person being exposed to COVID. Yeah. Um but as far as the debate, the quote of the week for that is uh, that debate was the worst thing I've ever seen. And I slept with Donald Trump. And that was first from Stormy Daniels from Stephanie. <laughs> Good old Stephanie. <laughs> Good old Stephanie. And then this, I love that it was trending after the debate, although I didn't see a ton of it. Um, I did see quite a few people posting it. And I'm like, why are they doing this? And then I ran across like the whole reason for it. Um it was from George Takai, and he said, I wonder if the BTS and TikTok kids can help LGBTs with this. What if gay guys took pictures of themselves making out with each other or doing very gay things, then tagged themselves <laughs> with hashtag proud boys? I bet it would mess them up real bad. Hashtag reclaiming my, sh my shine. And I did. I saw a, a few and I was like, wow, like that's a really sexy picture. But why does it say proud boys? <laughs> so um, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Those kids. They, right. They should just keep it going. But mm -hmm. that was out of all the global news I listened to. That was one of the biggest points that they were all making is that Trump had the opportunity to denounce white supremacy and, you know, just say that like I'm against it and he did not mm -hmm. and uh that that was the biggest thing that all of these global news stations were talking about like instead like, he to told I know they're like nationalist group but um they also have a lot of ties in white supremacists and um whatever he told them to stand by stand by like how is that okay to say on national television as the president of the United States. Yeah, he said, stand back and stand by. And I mean, if you were going to give him the benefit of the doubt, I think he probably meant to say stand back and stand down. Mm -hmm. But he said, stand by, which I'm not is giving him the benefit of anything. Yeah, well, that's true, right? He's just one crooked motherfucker. 
But now people are concerned, like, okay, if the vote doesn't go his way, is he going to be like, all right, Proud Boys, get on out there and do your thing, you know? Mm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, A little bit of sad news. Uh, Chrissy Teigen, she, I mean, it was was news, like, people were talking about, oh, she's having another baby and the baby's name leaked and blah, blah, blah. Um, And then, unfortunately, she lost the baby, I want to say over, either during the week or over the weekend, last weekend. Um, I think it was during the week. Again, this feels like (laughs) it's been like a month-long week. Um, yeah, it was really sad. And then people are fucking rude, like on Twitter and stuff. Like, why would you post this? Why would you take pictures? Why? Like, first of all, no one ever wants to talk about like miscarriage, you know, like, I think it's something that women feel like not ashamed, but it's really tough. And I don't think people realize how common it is. One in four pregnancies. I lost a, yeah, I lost a baby around 20 weeks, the same as Chrissy Teigen. And it was a little boy. He was a little boy. Yeah. Of course she should, you know, if she has the platform and she shares everything else, why should she hide that? Like, leave people alone. People are like, go fucking worry about your asshole fucking president that's on TV saying this bullshit and not someone who's like going through something and just sharing it with people. Right. No, and I definitely think that it should be talked about more, but because it is something sad and it is, uh, you know, you're facing your own mortality when you talk about things like this, like people, they are uncomfortable hearing it, but they shouldn't. They should. We hear about grown adults dying every day. Like, why should it be any, you know, any more traumatic Right. To hear about like a loss of a of a baby, a, a pregnancy, yeah. a miscarriage, stillborn, like whatever is going on there. And I know it was really difficult for me only because it was my third pregnancy and I was already like wearing maternity clothes. I was huge halfway through, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it just was all of a sudden like I went to the doctor's office. We I had the car loaded up, ready to go up to Canada fishing. The dog was in the car. Everything was in the car and I go in just for my routine checkup and she's like, I don't hear the heartbeat. And I was like, what? Oh, no. And yeah. And so, you know, uh, they sent me over to the hospital for an ultrasound and they called three different ultrasound techs in. Nobody could find the heartbeat. So then I was like, OK. And this was Fourth of July weekend. So I always kind of get a little cranky around Fourth of July. Um, but yeah, I ended up you know, we didn't obviously didn't go on vacation because they're like, well, either you can miscarry naturally or we can induce. And I'm like, I've only had C-sections. Like I can't imagine having a baby just out of the blue at home. Like, I don't think I'm going to do well with that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was in such shock. I went to like three different emergency rooms because I'm like, I don't believe them to get more ultrasounds. And um and even then, I almost died going through that at the hospital. <laughs> so it was definitely not a pleasant experience. And people don't like to talk about it. But I've met a few people now in my lifetime where I've shared my story because they were going through the same thing. And they were like, oh, my God, you know, knowing that you went through all this and, you know, this is what happened. It really helped me get through it. So yeah, exactly. You know, we go yeah. through traumatic events. But, you know, as long as you share it, it, it can help somebody else out in the long run. But and I think I, that's the yeah. thing people either don't recognize or want to recognize because it made them uncomfortable. So, like, why would you do this? Not maybe it's helping someone else and how common this is, you know, 
that women deal with this and feel like alone in it. Yeah, no, I definitely felt alone. And it was, I don't know, it was weird. Like you can never tell how your spouse or your partner is going to react to stuff. But I was like really uh, put off that he, you know, my ex, he was way more traumatized than I was. But here I like I almost died. I almost bled to death. Like it was a horrible experience, but I felt like I did not get any support from him. I didn't definitely didn't get support from my family. It was just such a lonely uh, event to, you know, or traumatic event to go through and not have any support. And then you had like stupid people, I guess I can't call them stupid, but in my head they were stupid because the, they would see me and they're like, Oh, you had the baby. Like, how's the Uh. baby doing? And then I'm like, no, I lost the baby. And I can't tell you how many times I had to talk about it. You know, like that even now when I talk about it, it's like just a robotic answer. It's just a matter of fact discussion about it because Mm -hmm. I had to suppress the emotions because so many people would be like, oh, where's the baby? Did you have the baby? And I'm just, yeah, was it was not good. So I think kudos to, you know, Chrissy and John for talking about it, making it so public, making people aware of the fact that this happens. And believe it or not, the chances of miscarrying a boy is a lot higher than a girl. They say that the boys are the weaker sex, believe it or not, in utero. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I don't want to make light of anything, but duh. But um, yeah, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Right? Yeah, because I mean, th- they did all sorts of chromosomal studies and stuff on maybe, and they explained their like, and all the reading I did, and it was just like, believe it or not, in utero, the male well, babies. Well, I would argue also out of is it out of utero? <laughs> How do you yeah. when they're <laughs> yeah. that's what my doll was about that yeah I would say males are the weaker sex so yeah I mean I think in some situations they are like as far as like their pain thresholds and stuff like that so yeah the humanity right it's just it's crazy um some good news stuff I know this is kind of weird because we don't really ever talk about military stuff but um this is it's like a it's record breaking it's 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 just awesome that the military is doing this they are naming a supercarrier after an african american sailor so oh. now from what i know of like when they name these um supercarriers that they usually name them after like a president or someone that you know historically has uh you know, done something, you know, good or whatever. Although I have a friend that will argue there's a couple that these supercarriers that need to be renamed because these people were assholes. But um, this is the first supercarrier to be named for an enlisted sailor and also the first to be named after after an African-American. Hmm. So um, <clears throat> Doris Miller, who went by Dory, was in the Navy and he was one of the first American heroes from World War II. So during the attack on Pearl Harbor, um, as his ship, a battleship, the USS West Virginia, was sinking, 
Um, he was a boxer. He helped move the dying captain to better cover, then jumped behind a machine gun and shot at Japanese planes until his ammunition was gone. And, you know, people are like, oh, well, that's great. What they don't realize is that in 1941, black sailors weren't allowed to touch the guns. They weren't allowed to fire the guns. They were just there to shine shoes or cook and serve the food. They weren't there to actually participate in battle. Um, so after he ran out of ammunition, he began pulling injured sailors out of the burning oil covered water of the harbor. And one is the, and he was also one of the last men to leave his ship as it sank because he kept trying to get sailors to safety. So, um, I would rather see that his name on a supercarrier than like the USS Ronald Reagan, like, you know, so it'll be the SS, it'll be the SS, uh, Dory Miller. Okay. It might even be, it's actually Doris Miller. His name was Doris, Doris even, but he went by Dory, but it will be uh, christened the USS Doris Miller. Okay. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, the Navy's acknowledging that, you know, Black Lives Matter, right? So mm-hmm. why can't the rest of the government? They should. Right, right. Um, we've got spooky news this week, Steph. You know, it's Ooh. Halloween time. Halloween. That's my spooky uh, noise, kind of. I, yeah, I'm not going to bring up the whole costume debacle for you. Oh, I'm sad. You can come over here and dress up and dance under the full moon and light a big fire and <laughs> just alone chant. Although, I don't know. Halloween's on a Saturday night, and I got them techno freaks two doors down that like to have the big bonfires and you know, the techno music all night long. So I mean the fact that it's on a Saturday just makes me even more sad. A Saturday and a full moon. They're, Maybe they're calling it the blue moon. Um, so there's going to be a virtual Hocus Pocus event, and uh, it's happening with the original cast. So Bette Midler is hosting a reunion special with her Sanderson sisters, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimi. Um They're going to do it on October 30th, and it's called In Search of the Sanderson Sisters, A Hocus Pocus Halloween Takeover. Um, The event will be part of Bette Bette Midler's annual uh, Halloween festivities. They benefit her environmental nonprofit organization called the New York Restoration Project. If you want to attend the virtual event, you do have to buy a ticket, but the ticket is only $10. It's a one-hour event. And then the proceeds benefit the organization's environmental and social justice work. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe I might do that. It sounds like it'll be cute. Hocus Pocus lives on. Yes. (laughs) I'm becoming more popular than I think so. Well, they're doing the remember they're doing the sequel to it. That hasn't, you know, like obviously it hasn't been released yet, but they are doing the sequel like that was confirmed I think like in the spring of this year, no, like late winter, early spring. I think we talked about it. Yeah, but then everything's getting so like pushed back or scheduled differently. So I don't even know. It's still yeah, because thing. it was that new James Bond that was supposed to come out. Now they're like, oh, April of 2021 and everything's getting pushed back. So uh, I know we turn on the TV and I'm like, there's nothing good because they're not making any new movies <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like, so, all right. Thackeray Banks. Um, local news stuff. I'm so tempted to, 
it's pricey though. It's like a hundred bucks per car. Um, my local drive-in theater, the McHenry Outdoor, they're actually having Jay and Silent Bob. So um, it's called Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and it's a special podcast show with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. And they're actually going to be at the McHenry Outdoor Theater on November 1st. Like they're going to be live in person that day. So, yeah, I know. I'm like, well, in McHenry and McHenry. I know. Isn't that weird? So I have a little Jay and Silent Bob clip here. It always cracks me up. I think this is from Clerks. Uh, let me get a nickel bag. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> There's so fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks, little man. Yeah, so um, I know my kids would like say that smoking weed, smoking weed. I'm like, what are you singing? They're like Jay and Silent Bob. I'm like, okay. So it's a hundred dollars so, a car. It's it's really pricey. Um, I don't know if I can click you can on get the link. Three while other we're people, everyone throwing twenty five so bucks. Do, like, and they have it like, you know how the drive-in is. It's like the first the the first few rows, and then there's middle rows, and then the way back rows. So obviously, it's cheaper as you get you know pushed further to the back but i want to say like the front rows were like five hundred dollars a car like it was pricey but people are desperate they're like you know we we miss our live entertainment like you know jay and silent bob have a a big following especially because kevin smith he's done a he's done quite a bit of podcasting and shows and stuff like that like i think he had like the comic book one and you know, so he, they've both stayed pretty relevant all these years. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking like maybe at the last minute I might just do like the back row. We've got, you know, we've got big trucks. So being in the back row is no big deal. And and it's it, you can hear it over the FM station. Like you don't have to be close to hear them. There's an FM station that the drive in has that you can listen to the movies and all that on the station. It's funny because as as you drive by, you can tune in and you're like, oh, want to listen to the movie? <laughs> so, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah. So they do. The, people were stealing like those little boxes that you used to hang in the window. People were stealing them. So I think you can still get them, but they're portable now in the, um, you know, in the concession stand. Or you can rent like little radios if you don't want to run your battery while you're there. So they but- do have a concession stand. I've oh, never been yeah. to a drive-in. Oh, Stefan, it's like old school. It's the old school concession stand, but they do. They have like burgers and hot dogs and popcorn and slushies. And yeah, you can get anything you want in there. It's the, I want to say they even have pizza. Like they, yeah. And then they, their bathroom's just like a movie theater bathroom. Like it's pretty big. And yeah, it's really cute. You've never been to a drive in? No. Oh, yeah. This one, you can bring your fire pit and make a fire. Some people bring like mini grills and they cook out. Yeah, it's like Like a a tailgate. Yeah, it's like tailgating. My my brother, he has a big Suburban, too, and he would like back in and he would have a mattress in the back of the Suburban for all the kids to lay down on. And you put your lawn chairs outside if you don't want to sit in the car. Yeah, it's like a big 
you know, like a tailgating thing, I guess. Yeah. So think about it. <laughs> I'll have to try. I mean, if there ever was a time to go, it is now. Well, in a lot of these drive-in theaters in the Chicagoland area, well, I mean, if you consider like Joliet, Chicagoland area, but they've been hosting bands like Local H and this McHenry uh, Outdoor Theater, they've done like a few bands, but again, they were like techno or it, it just wasn't my bag. Like I wasn't going to pay a hundred bucks a car to go. You know, they even had a, I don't know if she's, if it was this weekend or if it's next weekend, but a comedian, Aliza something or other. And I'm like, I, I don't know, know how. Um, Whitney Cummings just did a whole tour. Like she just posted, she did her first show in like eight months. And it was like the warm up person on stage and there was the cars in the front row and people were stand, like sitting outside of them. Yeah, it was very weird to see. But yeah, well, they've been doing that like the parking lots of like the Boom Schomburg Boomers baseball team. They've been doing concerts and stuff in the parking lots, So like a drive in. But I don't know how well comedy would translate because usually when you're in a club, it's other people laughing that kind of makes you laugh. But when you're in your car listening to it, I you yeah. know, I don't know how well comedy would translate. So, yeah, Um. Mayor, uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot, I guess, tried to be funny. I don't know. Like, if you look at it, you're like, kind of like, this is weird. But she gave out Halloween candy in one of her press releases the other day because she was dressed as the Rona destroyer. Did you see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I don't know she how to feel like, about her. She had like the little black Hamburglar mask over her eyes. And I think she had like a regular mask over her face. But then she had like rubber gloves on and Clorox wipes and uh, like well, a Because they're letting people trick or treat, right? That's the I, whole thing. I don't know. We don't really get trick or treaters here. So I'm fine with not even ha paying attention to what's going on with trick-or-treating. If I, I know if I had children, I'd be like, bitches, we're going to decorate pumpkins. I will buy you each a bag of candy for your own fucking selves. Like we're not going to go and get random candy from strangers during a pandemic. Like that's not going to happen. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want to look at her in that, it's interesting. Uh, um, let's see, Steph, what else do we got? Do you want a big dick right now? Sure. <laughs> Why not? I, I have no idea how I didn't know this, but thank you to, um, listener Ken the Juicer for texting me. It was a billboard. It's a billboard of Nick Foles when he played for the Eagles and, there's like a big dick hanging on it and it's hashtag big dick Nick. <laughs> Did you know that when he played for the Eagles, that was his nickname? No, I had no idea. I had no idea either, but I'm like, how did I not know this? But don't, I mean, a lot of people named Nick. I feel like they say that. Like it's a thing with the, the name. If you Google this, you will get so many news stories about it. It's not even funny. So I found one and it's how did Big Dick Nick Foles get his provocative nickname? And then it says Philadelphia sports fans really like to put a name on things. And they gave this legendary. So apparently he was a backup turned starter, then turned backup, then turned starter quarterback. <laughs> and so they gave him the nickname of Big Dick Nick or in front of kids, Big Stick Nick. Um <laughs> 
And where did he get it from? And they are saying the name proclaiming to the world that the six foot six quarterback from Arizona has a gargantuan ding dong was not as many would expect originated by Philly fans just being Philly fans. Like so many pieces of folklore, there may be some truth to it. And while he's been a stud since returning to the birds two seasons ago, well, now he's on the bears. Um, it has less to do with his play on the field than well, other things. Um, in a post on the sports gossip site, deadspin.com, a Reddit Q&A with former defensive end Connor Barwin was cited way back in 2014 during Foles' first tour duty with the team that drafted him. For whatever reason, Barwin chose to answer a posed question from a fan about whose wiener schnitzel was the biggest in the Eagles locker room. And his reply was, doesn't the Internet know it's Nick, F- Nick Foles? So, um, and then for what it's worth, Evan Mathis, a former offensive lineman, chimed in too, saying, I do not condone this reply. Um, Foles was traded away. So in 2015, um, so people kind of stopped talking about his dick until 2017 when he signed in um, Philly as a free agent and then took over um, for Wentz after he tore his ACL. So Foles eventually became a playoff legend, downing the Falcons and um, Vikings to get Philly back to the Super Bowl, um, where he outdueled Tom Brady, and then he also won the MVP. So then that's when people started talking about his one-eyed monster again. So um, he's also called Footlong Foles. (laughs) I just... You can actually buy Big Dick Nick t-shirts on Amazon if you would like, which but like, I might. He's, he just doesn't even give off that energy. I just don't. Okay. Don't he know. threw four touchdown passes and like. That's fine. But, but like. That, that's kind of Big Dick energy. Like he no, landed them all. You don't think so? At all. I, I, I look at him and I it's like, he's not cute. I don't know. I don't get it at all. <laughs> I'm not We're both going to be watching the game a little bit closer this afternoon, <laughs> looking to see if we see anything. Maybe he maybe he wears one of those little quarterback pouches or towels on the front. So you never really I'll see stick it. stick with like John Hamm pictures and that <laughs> stuff. I don't know. Oh, my God. We missed the opportunity of John Hamm at the Starbucks there. I know. On State Street. So sad. Um, we talked about South Park, uh, the Denver Broncos. Did you watch the Broncos game last week at all? Mm-mm. They had no. the whole South Park uh, gang in the stands for the game. Like oh, their cardboard funny. cutouts. They had all the South Park guys, I which like I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's get to our, uh, well, let's do our our position of the day. What do I got? I guess I have Richard Cheese again for our sexy music. October 4th, Sunday. Mm. Between a rocker and a hard place. There's some whores This rocking house. chair is just will not, it's relentless. It will not let us Between live. a rocker and a hard place. So is it up against the wall or the dick she's is the hard up place? A, she's up against the rocker chair, rocking okay. chair. And he's against her. <laughs> Oh, okay. And then October 6th is when people will be listening. Uh, mm-hmm. Erotic asphyxiation for dummies. 
that's I mean it's not funny because so many people die from that but so let me Listen, picture you play you may pay um <laughs> it is he's like doing a back bend and she's like kind of like on top of him like riding him but also choking him out I don't know okay. uh, you know I'll take these pictures because I'm not a good explainer no i mean the way you describe it i picture it perfectly so okay i mean you don't want to choke him completely out if you're riding his is she riding his dink or his face oh his i don't even she's like on his thighs basically okay yeah i guess she's she's, on his dick so she's choking him while she's riding his dick but he's doing a back bend this is unrealistic Unless you're dating like Olympic uh, gymnast. <laughs> hey, baby, let's fuck while I do a backbend. Okay, I want to do a flip flop right on your dick. Like, okay, <laughs> whatever, whatever. All right. Well, that was our position of the day. There's some whores in this house. Uh, let's go to Cardi Corona, which is hilarious. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, it's real! I'm sorry I snorted during that because I was on Instagram the other day and they had Trump standing at the podium. (laughs) Apparently at one point during a rally or whatever, somebody yelled something behind him and he like quick turned around like he, he, you know, somebody was coming up to attack him or fight him or whatever. But somebody created this little clip where it was Cardi B in the background yelling coronavirus and then you see Trump turn around really fast and I was like oh my god this is awesome so if you haven't seen that go to our Instagram page and I think it's on Facebook as well so stuff's in the city yeah but it's um, really funny well because so here we went from we went from the debate and then the next day it's like oh and uh what's her face tests positive and then obviously she's like you know really close to them what's her face hope whatever her face picks yeah so then they were all together they were all together at the fucking debate they were all together they even did another rally after hope like tested positive like a fundraiser or something so uh as of right now everybody that works in the white house has been exposed so they all need to worry right way to care about your employees um and they're saying that they think the Rose Garden event where they were nominate, or, you know, talking about the Supreme Court nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. they're saying that event was where they think the super spread happened. Well, if yeah, if you see the videos, it's like no one's wearing masks. Right. They're just the, dumb. The horrible part is, is that we're supposed to keep what our, our group, like in Illinois, I think it's less than 20 or something like that. They had more than 150 people at this Rose Garden event. Mm-hmm. And so Trump has tested positive, Melania has tested positive, Kellyanne Conway, Chris Christie, the president of the University of Notre Dame, John Jenkins, Senators Mike Lee, Tom Tillis, and um, a couple journalists have even tested positive. And this is probably like old. There's probably even more people um, that have tested positive. So and they're, they're saying they can't do contact tracing because 150 people, it's just not possible. It's it's going to be crazy. Like, you're not even supposed to have more than 50 people. Um, and this is uh, 
who's saying this? Rochelle Walensky, chief of the Division of Infectious Diseases at Massachusetts General Hospital. And she said the whole point over the past seven months and seven months and flattening the curve is to keep away from people. Now we have events over the last week in which we've had hundreds of people sequentially exposed, which makes contact tracing in this situation a near impossibility. So yeah, thanks. This is our government. You know what? But why hasn't anybody? You know, they used to always say, "Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama." Like, why hasn't anybody coined the phrase like "Thanks, Trump"? Like, what the fuck, we gotta thank him for even sarcastically. I don't even think I'd be able to utter that. No, and I know there are so <laughs> many people that are like, "Oh, now you're wishing for him to die," and people are like, "Oh no, we don't want him to die. We want him to survive because we want to watch him lose and we want to watch him go to jail." <laughs> like, yeah, he he can lose his job be unemployed and broke just like the rest of all these Americans that he's done this to. So yeah. yeah. And then there's everyone saying that this is just all a part of like the campaign and it's fake and it's a hoax. And, but you know, what a sad, what a sad, sad moment as Americans where we don't know if our president is telling us the truth or if this is, if this is some sort of ploy, like that's mm -hmm. sad. Like, the one person that should be always be truthful with us, we we can't rely on that. So, do you know what we need, Steph? What we need? A America needs a WAP woman as president. America True. needs a WAP woman as president. So I have a feeling we're going to have to watch uh, Saturday Night Live from last night because it did. It had an audience. They had an audience last night. They were all uh, first responders. Everybody had been tested prior to um, filming, and uh, it was Chris a Rock small was the group host. too, right? It was. Just it was like a small a group. Pool. Chris Rock yeah. was the host. Megan the the stallion was the musical guest, and I mean, it sounds like it was a lot of fun. So I was in bed already. So I I'm old on Saturday nights lately. Uh, what do we have this week on Samandy's things? Where am I? Here Five I am. things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Five things that Samandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. Estelle Chamberlain or Stella Sonic from the Strays from the UK. She actually put her house up for on the market. And I, oh. uh, she just did those stairs and now she's selling it. I know. And their house is awesome. It's like the black and white checkered floor and her appliances are cherry red and turquoise. Like it is such a fun house. Like if I, I don't know if she's in Leeds. I don't know. I'd have to look at what part of the UK that she's in, but it is so cute. So, so cute. So uh, if you're friends with her on Facebook, you can check it out. Um, so this week I have like a couple weird, I guess, phrases that I had just never heard of. Well, A, there's a word I've never heard of. I've heard the word, but I guess I didn't know the origins of it. So Steph, do you know what they call a pregnant goldfish? No. <laughs> Okay, exactly. So I was listening to this. Um, it was like I'm one of my world news podcasts that I listen to, and the guy's like, "Well, he, it, it, uh, he called me the word for pregnant goldfish," and I'm like, "Is this something that's just like in the UK? Because I've never heard of 
what a what is there a word for a pregnant goldfish? So then I had to Google it, right? I never even thought of like a goldfish being pregnant. It's just like right. A weird like who visual. knew? I mean, yeah. I guess fish lay eggs, but it's not like they're pregnant. Pregnant, they're just full of eggs, right? Um, so here's what I found online. It is commonly thought that twat is a noun to describe a pregnant goldfish. <laughs> However, this definition of the word has never appeared in a respectable dictionary. But I guess it's a common word. Obviously, they use it a lot in the UK, but they say twat. Um, and th- th- they it's a pregnant goldfish apparently. <laughs> so, All right. There you go. I-, I learned something this week. Hopefully you did too. And then I was chatting with a friend about, I, I went to my neurologist follow-up for the headaches and he's like, how are your headaches? Have you needed to use the sumatriptan or whatever he gave me? And I'm like, actually I had Botox. I haven't had a headache since. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, and he's like, we don't do the Botox here because it could get pricey and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh no, I got an in. We do it at work. Like it's a hundred bucks. And so he then decided that my numb hands might be carpal tunnel syndrome. So I have to go back for a test. And so I was telling a friend about like, oh, everything went well, but now I got to go back for this EMG. They stick needles in you to test your nerve responses or whatever. So it sounds like a lot of fun, doesn't it? Oh yeah, Because um, they don't numb you up or anything. They just start putting needles in you. And uh, my friend said, oh, hopefully it'll be nothing. You just rub a little dirt on it. And I was like, why would I rub dirt on it? Like, I don't get that. Yeah, I and, never heard that either. Right? And so I got home and I think my oldest, Dave, wasn't home. So it was just me and Joey. And I'm like, Joe, have you ever heard the phrase rub a little dirt on it? And he's like, yeah, you used to say it to us all the time. And I'm like, no, no, I know for a fact I have never said that. And he's like, it means like if you get hurt, just like, you know, get up and brush yourself off, rub a little dirt on it, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. And I Googled it and that's what it said. Like it's a common phrase, like if you hurt yourself, just rub a little dirt on it It means like just get up and move on. And so then the very next day, though, then Dave was home and he said something. He's like, ah, rub a little dirt on it. I'm like, wait, you know that phrase, too? He's like, yeah. He's like, it's common. Everybody knows this phrase. And I'm like, I don't think I'd ever heard it. And how weird that you bring it up because you weren't home for my conversation. It was just so weird, like synchronicity, right? Yeah, I think it's what's that called when like you you're thinking of someone or someone else says something and then you just keep hearing it for like the next week. It like brings it into the universe in a way. Yeah. It's called something and I can't think of what it's called. We'll have to figure it out because that I was so weird. I've never heard that. Me either. And so then obviously my kids love history. So then my oldest, you know, Dave, he's like, he goes, that it, it, it comes from like, you know, war. It's like, you know, you got hurt, you're bleeding, rub a little dirt on it. And he said, honestly, they used to say if you were hurt really badly to pack your wounds with clay or really dry dirt because it would help to stop the bleeding. And in some cases, there was like bacteria in the soil that would actually help keep the wound clean. And I'm like, oh my God, no. I mean, I never heard of that phrase, let alone where it originated, but thanks for the education. (laughs) I'm like, how do my kids learn this shit? So um, yeah, I just thought that that was interesting. And then 
I'm at work, right? And I get these, you know, group texts, like if they send one and then everybody starts responding, your phone starts blowing up, right? So I get this group text blowing up my phone in the middle of my work day. Maybe that's when my boss was listening at the door. But like my (laughs) phone is blowing up and it's like, hey, everybody, uh, just talk to so-and-so. You won't be admitted to the club. Uh, back into the club until you get your your COVID test. Please have your COVID test done after Tuesday, unless you go to Dr. Khan, then you don't have to have your test. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? So, and of course, this is the day that I feel like I need to get a Corona test because I'm coughing. And so I text, I'm like, who is this? And then the response is, hi, Stephanie, make sure you get tested. Um, and let me know and something like, and you know, let me know if you have any questions, but I need the result. And I'm like, okay, this person obviously knows my name, but none of the numbers in this group text came up as a contact in my phone at all. Like they were just random numbers. So finally I'm like, seriously, who is this? I don't go to a club. I, I don't go to Dr. Khan. Like, who is this? And then the person responded, sorry, wrong number. So the only thing, Steph, that I could figure out is this was some motherfucker that I must have matched with on one of the dating sites that had my phone number. And oh, obviously yeah. that person wasn't that important to me that I saved their number on my phone. And they probably were like sending this group text and just clicked on the name Stephanie. And that's why it went to me. But I was like, I was in a funky mood. So I'm like, should I just send dick pics to this like group text just until they like realize that I'm not supposed to be on it? And I'm like, no, I'll just, you know, remain, you know, having my integrity intact and I won't do that. But I wanted to so bad. I thought it was funny. So that's number three. Um, number four stuff on my list this, this week, I know we talk about other podcasts and we have a, a, I want to say 30 podcasts now on our network here, Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is not a Radio Misfits podcast that I'm going to talk about. It's been around for quite a few years. And if you are a music lover that wants to delve into, uh, learning like the background story of how the song was even developed, like from lyrics to the drum beat to the bass line um, to the production of it. it. The podcast is called Song Exploder and it's with uh, Rishi Keshirwe is the um, is the host. They've turned Song Exploder podcast into a series on Netflix. And it's, I like I've listened to a couple of episodes of that. But of Song Exploder? Yeah. Okay. You definitely want to tune it. So like right now on Netflix, it's just four episodes. And it is Alicia Keys with Sampha, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, R.E.M., and then Ty Dollar Sign. And um, the Alicia Keys one, it made me tear up a little bit. And then the same with uh, the Lin-Manuel Miranda. It was talking about... Um, wait for it from Hamilton, right? Oh, yeah. And it's amazing. So he's like, I'm sitting on the train and all of a sudden, like it pops into my head. And he's like, I just went to the party. I had a fast drink and I had to get out of there. And I wrote the other half of it 
you know, on my return trip on the train, like it delves into how he came up with the lyrics and, and the music and then whoever they're collaborating with. So like the REM one was losing my religion and it, the interview is with them present day. So they're like, wow, this was so long ago. And, but it's amazing. Like if you are a music lover, like I am, the podcast itself is amazing, but now watching it and seeing, you know, REM, whatever, 30 years later, talking about this song that was like an unexpected hit for them. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So that's on uh, Netflix. So stuff, there you go. You got something to watch tonight when you get I home. like stuff like that, too, where like they talk about it just like came to them out of nowhere. Like they just had to like run and write it down. And and that's how the the. um Lin-Manuel Miranda like that's exactly he's like all of a sudden it just it was all there it was all there and then when he forwarded it to the other guys that he collaborated with I'm sorry I don't remember their names but they the one guy was like yeah he like had so much in this sample that he sent like wow it just it like hit him like lightning when he did that there was some John Mayer interview where he talked about and I'm trying to think of what song but he was in the shower and out of nowhere, he just like saying this one line. And it he was had to daughters. like, yeah, it was, was daughters. It? Yes. Cause yeah. he was in the shower and he said he was swinging his dick around as he was like singing to <laughs> this like nice song about da- fathers be good. Yeah, and he's like, and he's yeah, just bouncing funny. his dick. I, I, yeah, that's hilarious. That was number four. And then um, number five on my list, I went a little belatedly because Record Store Day is usually in the spring, but I think they had it. They rescheduled it to last weekend, if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, you know, we we have a record player now in the house. And so and my son Joe is collecting all these albums. I gave him like I had all the Prince ones that were purple and stuff. So I got him started. And now he's been ordering albums online and we hit record stores every now and then. And he's like, there's a record shop in Antioch. He's like, I'm going to pick you up as soon as I get off of work. And I'm like, okay. And it's called Reef Records. It's in Antioch. And rumor has it they're opening up another location closer to my house. Um, Beautifully clean inside. She had like incense burning. There's an aquarium. And it was so clean and Everything was priced like really decent. If you're looking for DVDs, A-track tapes, CDs, they're in there. Like they have everything. They have posters. They have speakers. They have turntables. It, it was just such a wonderful little store to go into, Reef Records. And um, I actually bought a couple albums. And I don't know, Steph, if you know this band, but I have a little clip of this one song. Song? No. It sounds like another song to me, but I don't know what. So it's 10cc is the band. And you probably would recognize like, I don't and maybe you wouldn't, but I know people from the 70s would like there's the one song I'm not in love. So it, it but 10, uh, this is 10cc uh, dreadlock holiday. And that song always like makes me happy when I hear it. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm getting this album. And then so I actually bought two 10cc albums, which I'm weird. But we got like the Smiths, Mac Miller, found a Mac Miller album, which is kind of rare. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else. Oh, Wang Chung. 
everybody have fun tonight. Like we bought some crazy albums. So I thought that that's, that's uh, a fun that was day. Number- what? Yeah, it was a that's fun day. And then we went to the grocery store. We have like an Italian grocery store by us. And Joey's like, I'm getting my own chicken meal deal. And I'm like, that's fine. You know, you get the fried chicken and the cornbread and the whatever. And I got uh, eggplant parmesan, but I definitely paid for it. I took like 10 tums last night. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more clip. Oh, this. Okay. So this is a bonus on some Andy's list this week. You know how I love my um, my native guy. Uh, I think it's Con- Conrad Kootenay or whatever. He's from Saskatchewan. And um, this made me laugh so hard. It has to do with the Trump thing. Hey, so I heard Donald Trump tested positive for COVID today. I just need to tell you all something. I tested positive too. For being fucking deadly. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I hear it and he's sitting there, it's actually a clip. It's on Facebook. I'll post it. But he's sitting there with a bologna sandwich (laughs) and a Canadian... um, like a maple leaf hat and he's just like positive for being fucking deadly (laughs) okay i'm stupid you love your canadian humor i just his accent is just like i don't know why it cracks me up because it's just honestly it's a true canadian accent but it's like really exaggerated um but and he's a native, so I don't know. It, he just makes me laugh so hard. I don't even know what to, like, and the whole, the, like, you're deadly. Like, that just cracks me up. So we are going to our song now, Steph. <laughs> Took us an hour we and a half got? to get there, but we're getting there. Um, this week we have a song from uh, Policy, which it, it's it's one guy. Um, and he features uh, female singers on a lot of his songs. And so this song is called The Oracle, and it's featuring Anastasia Monroe. So here we go. Policy with The Oracle. Better or for worse. 
And that was Policy with The Oracle featuring Anastasia Monroe. And it's actually from Policy's full-length debut album, Echo Chambers. It came out uh, summer of 2020. So it came out like June-ish, July-ish of this year. And thank you so much for submitting that song, Policy. I like that name, Anastasia. Anastasia. Like It just sounds so much better than Anastasia. Yeah, the way um, it's spelled here is A-N-N-A-S-T-A-C-I-A. And I actually mm-hmm. have a friend who, I think she's Greek, and her name was Anastasia, but she just went by Stacy. So. I like it. <laughs> well, and that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. TweakedAudio.com. TweakedAudio.com. I did like the whole like side movement, side, you know, side to side when I did that whole bitches. Uh, Just thought I'd tell you that. If you would like to submit your music, you're an unsigned band or artist, and uh, you want the opportunity to be heard on our fabulous podcast, please go to radiomisfits.com, click on the tab that says submit music, and fill out all of your information. Please do not forget to put your links, uh, because I will not go searching for your music as awesome as you may be like I want your link so please put your links on there that sounded so bitchy didn't it um, no please put you your link let on people there know. 
Well, I feel bad because there have been a couple and I'm like, uh, I'm not going to go searching around, like put it on there. And that's it, why you it's know, not bitchy because you don't do it. You're not going to get your song played. Right. So, yeah. You know, I'm a busy little bitch over here. So um, submit your music, radiomisfits.com. And if we dig it, we're going to play it. And also it helps when you fill out that information if you put like your social media links on there. Because when we post on Facebook, we post on Instagram and Twitter. We will definitely give you credit so that our audience can be directed toward your sites to find your music. So don't forget to put that on there. Yeah. Um, right. Twitter. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We do have some video on YouTube. Yes. And is that it stuff? I thought we were more places than that. No, just that. I don't think we're on LinkedIn. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm personally on LinkedIn. It cracks me up too. Like, do you know so-and-so? I'm like, yeah, I work with her, but I ain't going to acknowledge that shit. So. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, So what do we want to touch on this week, Steph? We have dating. We have self-improvement. Booze news. You pick. What are we doing next? Um, We We have animal story, dumb criminals. Uh, Let's go to, I mean, I always want some booze. Okay. Booze news, booze news. Put it in. And this Malort thing, I was just like, how? I kind of wanted to. Did we talk about? Did we talk about this? Or no, we haven't talked about this. Maybe I read it somewhere else. I kind of want to try it, and it's closer to you. You can only um, get it at CH Distillery Bar and Table or Maria's Packaged Goods and Community Bar. Maybe CH Distillery is where I found out that I do like some gin. So, oh, okay. Maybe I'll like some Malort there. (laughs) So, this is, I mean, Malort is nasty. It's funny because I made my Canadian friends drink it and the. I took pictures of their faces as they were drinking it. Well, my friend Marie looked like she was going to die and she blames her horrible hangover on it. Mm. But her brother was like, "Mm, this isn't too bad. And I'm like, what have you been drinking? Yeah, some Um, people love it. mm -hmm. It's a big deal. Like I belong to a couple like Riot Fest groups and it's tradition because people fly in from different countries, different states for Riot Fest and they always get together and they do shots of Malort, like whether they want to or not. It's just their tradition. But this I think I would try. Like I don't I don't think it would be that bad. So this is called uh, Spritz, Malort Spritz. Um, and it is Malort with grapefruit soda, hibiscus, and lime. Like, I really think that combination might not be too bad. I would try it. I mean, the word spritz just immediately, I think of like the seltzer water for some reason, and I don't like that. But when I read what was in it, I was like, okay. I'm yeah, they're using the out. grapefruit soda as the mm-hmm. the spritz ingredient. Mm-hmm. But like the the lime and hibiscus, I drink hibiscus tea all the time. I love lime. So as long as there's not a ton of Malort in there, like every other ingredient tastes good. So <laughs> And Maria's okay. is good too. So I'm down for either spot. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to we're going to have to go and get some before they're gone. You can only you can get it by the can or four pack. I would probably buy a couple four packs. I don't 
just because it's something that you probably won't get again. So if you like it, you're screwed. And that's usually what happens. Like I, I won't, you know, like I like this shirt and I just buy one and then I'm like, fuck, I should have bought one in every color. And yeah, so I'd rather overbuy and just give it to people than. Well, that's what I keep doing with that beer I love, that 312. They, it's like their summer beer, that mm-hmm. SPF. Anytime now I'm in the grocery store, I buy because it only comes in six packs. You can't get like a bigger pack of it. And I know uh, it's probably not going to be out in another couple of weeks. So I've just been buying a pack every time I'm at the store. <laughs> just yeah, so or I have it, may, it. it may never come back. So I fell in love with that strawberry rhubarb ale that was like not your it was uh, by the. Oh, my God. Small town brewery who did the not your father's root beer. Well, then they small town brewery ends up going under but they sold the not your father's root beer to i think pabst so now pabst bottles it but that strawberry rhubarb was only bottled for a short period of time and i've never seen it again and now it's a small town is called spirit water spirit water has it on tap but you have to go to their place to get it I guess I could fill up a growler, but you know, it sits in the growler. It's not going to stay good forever. So yeah, it bums me out. Cause that honestly was my favorite. I didn't get a headache from it. It tasted delicious. It was pretty. I wonder if you could find something comparable. I might have to go to Benny's and check it out. But I mean, the spirit water, it's not that far away from me. And I want to say on Thursdays, they have the churro and empanada truck there. <laughs> so I might yeah. have to go and just maybe fill up my growler and get some churros and empanadas and enjoy my myself. My friend and his boyfriend made homemade empanadas for our friend's birthday last week. Oh, and I yeah. was like, I'm coming over every day if this is what you guys are cooking in your apartment. Yes, they're delicious. Did they have like sweet and savory ones or just savory ones? Just savory. Yeah. And then I guess he makes a really good chimichurri and they didn't fucking bring it. So even more so, I'm like, I'm coming over. It wasn't my birthday or anything, but I was mm. very into it. <laughs> you know, if 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 we can ever dine in restaurants, and this one I don't even know if they're open. It's in Highwood and it's... uh. I forget. I always want to say it's like Fahrenheit 451, but isn't that a book? The, it's, uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's more of South American cuisine. But they they deliver to your table chimichurri with plantain chips instead of like chips and salsa. And um, they have a fabulous, fabulous uh, octopus. I don't know. Ooh, do you like I that? like octopus. I don't like um, plantain. Oh, you don't? Yeah, it's. It I used so good to, and there's just something I don't know. Like it's just too much. They're chips, know. though, so it's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like if you go to the Cuban restaurants, you get a lot of plantains as like a side, and sometimes that might be too much. Okay. Yeah, I, I think like... when we were in Puerto Rico, I had too much, and now I'm just kind of like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> well, because in Puerto Rico, plantains are like potatoes. They serve plantains with everything. Everything is with plantains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and really, those are bananas. So it's kind of yeah. like you're eating bananas with everything. So. But they're like sweeter or something. I don't know what it is. I just... I remember at some point I was like, oh, I can't eat any more plantains. Like, I'm getting grossed out. But I got like that with avocado, too, where like the thought of it grosses me out. So maybe it's a texture thing and chips would be okay. I don't know. But I think I'm like that with mustard. I hate mustard, but I think I ate it quite a bit as a kid. And then either I got sick or just some. I I avoid it like the plague now. I won't. 
I, yellow mustard? Blah. No. Ah, that's Ed's secret ingredient for his grilled cheese, grilled too. Cheese. <laughs> I made a grilled cheese yesterday, and I was like, I ain't putting no fucking mustard on this one. So <laughs> I did Colby Jack. and Although my kids, when they make grilled cheeses, they like to put mayo instead of butter on the bread. Oh, interesting. I know. I like, try who it. taught you guys how to do this? They're like, it, it it crisps it up better than the butter. And I'm like, I will never do that. So we have like I a panini. I think the key maker. is the bread that you use. That's what I think. I always Just like buy, with French toast. Yeah, I always buy Italian bread. So then we have like this tea fall grill thing that's like a panini maker, but you can make steaks or burgers or whatever. It has all these funky, it looks like a spaceship. It has all these settings on it. And they will do, like it's the big pane italiano it's the big italian bread cut and slice you know the toronto one so it's the and they put mayonnaise on that and then they'll put their cheese or their onions or whatever they're making their sandwich but i'm just like mayo like where'd you guys see this i'm sure it was probably action bronson cooking all stoned or something where they got it so Um, okay, Steph. So we have like two minutes left. Do we want to do our in the stars? Wait, I got my synchronicity. I've been seeing you going through, you're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. 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 And he's tapping that little card. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. (laughs) And Michael, Michael C., Michael Casanova, he keeps sending us stuff. So I think we got to we got to hit this uh, category a little bit more (laughs) in the future. Yeah, what do we have? The thing I just put in was too long. You think so? I mean, we don't have to go through all of the details, but you can just say who's compatible with who. Okay. Yeah. So it's the zodiac signs you're most compatible with in bed. Sweet. I want to hear this because I've told you I'm Aries, Sagittarius, Leo. That's pretty much my favorite. Well, and Aries is most compatible with Leo. Okay. So if I did a threesome with Aries and Leo, yeah, maybe. (laughs) Um, Taurus compatible with Virgo. Okay. They love things slow and sensual. Gemini compatible with Libra. I'm telling you, the Libra and the Aquarius, I just can't, I can't get. Have away you from d- them. have you ever slept with a Libra? Is that yeah. true? No, yeah, I've dated a couple Libras. Yeah, I mean, my son's a Libra. Not saying sexual wise, but I'm just saying personality wise. Like sometimes we clash. Like I had to give him an earful the other day. He's like, "Where's this coming from?" I'm like, "I don't like your sarcasm when it comes to stuff like racism and blah blah blah." <laughs> like I kind of light into him and. I mean, I don't know. That's I can't imagine I would want to be in a bedroom with a Libra if I can't. Libra and Aquarius are my are usually my most compatible. And I've definitely been with a few of both. And it's I don't know. I wish it was someone else. And it didn't ring your bell, (laughs) huh? It did. But it's also not. I I would like someone else. Let's just put it that way. So I'm most compatible with a Libra because I like to keep things fun and playful and flirty. Nice. Um, cancer, Scorpio. Uh, cancer needs to feel secure and emotionally connected. So that's mm-hmm. why that works. Because they're the crybabies. You got to tell yep. them that they're the... They need that emotional security. 
Uh, Leo is most compatible in bed with a Sagittarius. Okay, so maybe my, a little bit of my Sag badge comes out when I'm with a Leo. They have an intense sex drive, and they like to be the center of attention, Leos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virgo, most compatible with Capricorn. I don't know that I've ever had sex with a Virgo. Interesting. Maybe you need to try it. If you're a Virgo and you'd like to contact us, 312-508-3552. Drop us a line. Um, Libra, most compatible with Aquarius. I told you, these fucking Libra, Aquarius, really? Gemini shits. Yeah. I have an Aquarius uh, moon. Okay. I don't, I don't know if that means anything. Uh, Libra loves to be mentally stimulated, whether it's art or food or playful, dirty talk. Scorpio, most compatible with a Pisces. So the seducer of all signs, Scorpio is known for being extremely erotic and even a little kinky. I believe that. (laughs) Sagittarius, most compatible with Leo. Sagittarius is spontaneous and loves to try new things. Yeah, the sages I've been with, they're like, let's try this position. I'm like, I'm going to suffocate you. No, you won't. Let's try it. Okay. No, it's if he dies, he dies. <laughs> I've Capricorn. heard, I've seen that meme. If he dies, he dies. Especially like when you're, when you're a big bottom, fat bottom girl yep. and you're, they're like, sit on my face. I'm like, I'm going to suffocate you, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, All right. You asked you, for this. You asked um, for it. Are you ready? Drum roll, Capricorn. Most yeah, compatible I, with a Taurus. Oh, I don't believe that at all. I don't mm. think I've ever been with a Taurus. Told you that girl at work is a Taurus, and I, man, our horns lock sometimes. Well, I mean, I, it's a girl, so <laughs> that yeah, might but not I work mean, out so in the bedroom. It says Capricorn can be a bit reserved, so they need a partner who can help them open up and come out of their shell. I don't have that problem. Uh, Taurus knows the value of taking things slow and can use the power of some prolonged foreplay to make Capricorn melt. How to I made myself melt yesterday, girl. I didn't even turn the damn thing on, and I was like, well, okay. There's something happening. I don't know. It's the full moon, but yeah. I have no idea. I looked down and I'm like, how'd you do that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe your toy's a Taurus. Um, (laughs) Aquarius. See, this is what I'm fucking saying. It's so annoying. Aquarius, most compatible with Gemini. We got to find you an Aquarius. (laughs) 312-508-355. No, I found plenty. I don't want any more Aquarius. Unless it's Justin Timberlake. Oh, is he an Aquarius? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Too bad I have um, like a drop of his jams. Pisces, lastly, but not leastly. Um, most compatible with Scorpio. Huh. I'd go get you a Scorpio. Get you a little Scorpion girl. She's going to sting you on the dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just would like to say that we, we love our crystals here. So maybe we could do a crystal video. It doesn't have to be out of your cleavage, but... Um, October this month has two different stones. And it's funny because I got this off of a home decorator site, which is weird. Um, so tourmaline and opal are the stones of October. And tourmaline comes in all rainbow colors. And then opal is a stone that's unique because of its combination of colors. So, th- But tourmaline, I want to say, is normally pink. And opal is like clear or like a like a crystal, like a, you know, like a rainbow making crystal Hmm. so they're saying like pick the right color to have on and and in your house because each of those colors will create a different ambiance for the month of october interesting i I need to dig back into my crystals and use them more 
Girl, I put my my retrograde crystals in my bra. Maybe I'm going to have to make you a retrograde thing. Did I ever make you one? A cage with all the retrograde crystals in it? I don't think so. No, I probably have them. I could probably do it and just put them in a little bag. Yeah, maybe I'll make you one and I'll sneak that in your gift too. But I've been putting those in my bra. And in fact, (laughs) the other day, like, you know, I wear a sports bra and I have this... Well, I had this little mesh bag with these tiny, my retrograde stones in it. And I tucked it in and I'm like cutting. And, you know, I, on my machine, I, you know, I cut whatever. So I'm at work and I'm every movement. I'm like, my nipple is feeling like somebody's rubbing it. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? So then I think after I finished up, I realized that my my bra had moved up like above the boob, but that that mesh bag was like rubbing up on my nipples. Every time I moved my arm, it was like rubbing it. Cause I was like, that feels kind of good. Like what's going on here? It's your new, um, jeans. My, with nipples, the my nipple stones. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, just so that you know, folks this week, cause the show comes out on what day stuff? The sixth? Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. So when we come back, the next show will be the day that retrograde starts Mercury and retrograde. So I just want, we're in the shadow of it right now. We're not the shadow, but like the pre-shadow, whatever, pre-com, whatever you want to call it. Um, so just everybody stay calm. Don't make any rash decisions. Don't sign any contracts. Um, Avoid family if you know that it's going to be like controversial (laughs) or poke your poke your buttons or whatever. Press your buttons. Um, And this is going to be going on through November 3rd. So um, it it might make it harder for you to perform mental tasks that require patience and self-discipline. Um, you might have a lower concentration span and get easily distracted. So just chill. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. Cause it's already started over here. Where yeah. Just it's like, good advice. Yeah. For the month. Just chill, but like, don't make any big decisions about relationships or jobs or finances. Don't sign any contracts. Just wait it out for a few weeks and then see what happens. I know people think I'm crazy, but this shit is real. Uh, Grasshopper landed on my thigh yesterday and I first screamed like a psycho because I was like, what what landed on your leg? A grasshopper. Oh, I thought it's it was a leaf creepy. like I was getting in my car and like brought my left leg in and like leaves were on my windshield. So I thought like when I opened the door, a leaf fell. So I went to like <laughs> brush it and then I was like, oh, my God, it's a bug. And then I screamed and people were walking by like, what the fuck is that girl doing? Because I flung my car door open <laughs> and then I like because I didn't touch it yet because I was just like freaking out. Ooh. And then I was like, oh, it's a grasshopper. It's not going to hurt me, but I'm still a little creeped out. So I like gently like got it off of me and then I was like Googling what it means and it's like really good thing. So yeah, I think grasshoppers are good luck. Yeah. So what did it say? It was like, um, there was a bunch of different things, but they were all good. Good luck, good fortunes, goodwill. Um, it was, it was good. So nice. I was like, then I was like, okay, I didn't like seeing fertility, but otherwise good. (laughs) (laughs) Girl, you better watch out. 
It was uh, luck, courageousness, advanced thinking, peace, and fertility. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's yeah. forget fertility and go with the others. Well, it could be like fertility in your mind of good thoughts and not in these ovaries, <laughs> not in the ovaries. Going to have fertile thoughts, ideas, yeah, stuff like okay. that. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I had a stink bug in my car. Maybe I'll have to look that up. <laughs> stink bug. Know. Yeah, that's that's 2020 in a nutshell, right? The stink bug. <laughs> right. My goodness. All right. Well, on that note, we will see you, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.